Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Dr. Stewart. I'm your host, Kara Stewart-Mullins, and we are on Season 3, Episode 5. And this is what I like to call Coffee with Dr. Stewart and Colleagues. I've got a special guest today. I we I gave Dr. Stewart the day off, I guess I could say. Her name is Dr. Elena Villawaneva. Very uh, tricky name there for me to say. I get tongue-tied. <laughs> but um, she's going to be talking with us today. You know, I asked her, I met her a couple years ago, and very smart lady who has a great practice, Infinity Wellness Center here in Austin, with a bunch of smart women over there. And um, she is a very knowledgeable. But first, I want to introduce her. So again, her name, Dr. Villanueva. She is a holistic medicine uh, physician, practitioner with on the principles of functional medicine, and she works with holistic medicine, natural organic herbs, epigenetics, chiropractic, whole food-based nutrition, a lot of things. But the goal of her practice is to get to the root causes of disorders. So just to give you a little background on her, hi, Dr. Villaneva. How are you? Good morning, Kara. How are you? I'm great. Thank good, you. good. Is it okay if I call you Dr. V? Absolutely. <laughs> I that's hear, what everyone in Austin I know, calls that's me. what I heard. Villanueva <laughs> gets me. So, um, Dr. V, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Dr. V, I gave a little background really quick. Tell me a little bit about yourself and like how you got to where you are today. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, um, I come from a family of of medical doctors and oh, okay. so I started dissecting frogs at second grade <laughs> and <laughs> and I uh, it kind of yeah it kind of just took off from there no but what took me down this road of the genetic work was my own personal experience okay uh, um, after after trauma mm-hmm. um, what kind of trauma it was a, a loss of a family member, the loss of my father. A triggering event. It as was Dr. a triggering says. event, you know, which, as we know, <laughs> triggering triggering events can be um, things such as that, uh, mm-hmm. or it can be an, an environmental surgery, other environmental car wreck. factors, yep. exactly. So it can be an, a, a number of different things. But for me, it was the loss of my father, and it um, it uh, spiraled me into a severe anxiety and depression and Mm -hmm. it it became very very difficult for me to do my job i had i had four clinics and uh, here in austin uh, three sports medicine clinics and and a cosmetic clinic that i had had with my father before he passed and uh, it was that event that ended up leading me into finding a way to heal myself Mm -hmm. and uh, you know there were there were other things that happened too Um, you know not able to find my words loss of memory, just a whole bunch of other things that came with it. And uh, I ended up finding out about the MTHFR mutation. And I was one of the lucky ones. I actually had a homozygous, severe, you know, more severe mutation in the 677T. Um, But since then, I have been even more fortunate to learn that, you know, that is not enough. You have to look at all of the methylation genes because they all work in sequence. And how many unfortunate people are there out there who don't know yet about what we're doing in the genetic realm who are only getting their NPHFR genes tested and Mm -hmm. they may come back where there is... Uh, no polymorphism in that gene. But there's way more going but on. But they have a lot of other uh, mutations in their other methylation genes. And so we just need to get that information out there. And I'm passionate about changing people's lives. Most of the cases that I see in my clinic are 
uh, neurotransmitter imbalances. Mm -hmm. There are people that have the same issues that I had years ago. You're talking about the memory, the ability, like an ADD type. Exactly, symptoms. ADD, ADHD, the PTSD. You know, all of these, all of these neuro different neurotransmitter imbalance issues. Mm -hmm. You know, the severe anxiety and panic attacks and brain fog. That goes and, into a lot of different categories. As oh, well. it's absolutely, it's 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 absolutely crazy. See, this is why I love the show because I mean, I always like to ask doctors, well, how did you get to be doing what you're doing? You know, well, because it's usually something with a personal journey a child a, you know they had a child with some issues or like yourself you had your own personal you know issues that happened and that's what led you now which i hear you're a pretty amazing doctor so. oh thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> but you understand it's not like a patient telling you like oh gosh i'm a woman i don't feel good i'm, I'm I have anxiety you know exactly what she's talking about or he you know oh i know exactly what they're talking about and when they come in and say I've been to several doctors, and mm -hmm. my last doctor said that they don't believe me. It's um, all in your head. It's Go all see in your psych, head. It's, right? <laughs> I say, look, you know, let's just take a completely different approach. Well, and the beauty of that too, with the genetic testing, is we have proof now. Exactly. You know, and I know a lot of a lot of women and men that take their genetic test home and go, look, I wasn't crazy. Look, see this? Exactly. See this? I knew I had ADD for a reason. I knew I had anxiety and depression, sleep problems. I mean, tons of things. So you kind of treat everything that the body can go through or the brain, you know, that people are suffering with on a daily basis. Well, absolutely, because symptomatology is just that. It can manifest itself in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. You can have one genetic SNP and you can have one symptom and somebody else can have the exact same SNP or, you know, mutation in that gene and have a completely different sim uh, symptom. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, since this is Dr. Stewart's show, how did you hear about Dr. Stewart? We absolutely have been to the to the workshops. The genetic workshops. Um, yes. You know what? I can't remember exactly oh, okay. how I found out about Dr. Stewart. Um, though, you know, I, I think, did y'all share a patient or something? That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I think I remember we, you telling me that. That's what it was. We shared a patient. So previous to learning about Dr. Stewart, I had started um, studies under Dr. Amy Yasko uh -huh. and some of her teachings. And then I had a patient who came in one day who told me about Dr. Stewart. Mm -hmm. And so... You were like, oh. Uh, oh, my gosh. I was just so excited to find out uh, a, you know, that we had a doctor here in Austin mm -hmm. who, was, who was leading this field of epigenetic work. And I remember, I'll never forget this, I, I tell people this when I do any of my public speaking events, that um, the minute that I knew that I loved... Dr. Stewart and loved the work that he was doing was when he started talking about giving the right medicine and the right, right dose for the right <laughs> indication at the right time. Yep. And I threw my hands up in the air and went, yes, I love this man. <laughs> and everybody in the room turned around and started looking oh, at me. Funny. I mean, that's medicine, that's nutrition, that's everything. It, it, it's precision medicine. Yes, that's what we absolutely. want as, as practitioners. I don't care what kind of practitioner you are. That's what we need in order to be able to really give the patient the best care possible. So you're using Dr. Stewart's nutrigenomic panel in your in your practice. Yes, I so am. So run me through a little bit of like a patient comes in, because you know, you treat fatigue, you treat depression, anxiety, men, women, children even. So tell me how I'm a patient, I'm, I'm seeking help, I come in. What are, what are the steps that they go through typically? Well, depending on what's going on with them, we may run a battery of other tests. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these other tests, they tell us what's wrong. Yeah. 
right, where the genetic test tells us why, and yep. I explain this to the patient. Very important right there what you just said. It, that's, that's, that's a critical, critical decision-maker in how we're going to treat the patient. And so we but there may, are other tests that are necessary to treat them on top of the genetics. Oftentimes, I will do other tests, yes, so yeah. that I can see data. And mm -hmm. then, you know, as a, as a doctor, as a scientist, I want data. And I want to be able to do pre and post data. Absolutely. And so I may run uh, a neurotransmitter test mm -hmm. to see what the neurotransmitters are doing, in particular in kids. Um, and... I will also run side by side with the neurotransmitter testing. I'll go ahead and run the nutrigenomics test mm -hmm. as well, the genetic test. And when the results come back, we can see what's wrong mm -hmm. with, with numerical values. And then we can look at the genes and we can see why, why, why their neurotransmitters are the way that they are. Um, in other cases, as in with you know autoimmune disorders or, or other things, we will do a functional blood panel so that we can look. Because um, that's a snapshot in time that's that is going to change in six months. Exactly. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Well, why if I'm doing nutrigenomics, why do I have to do the blood work? Because you have to have some kind of value to measure, right? Exactly. And when the, when the system's engines are running properly, mm -hmm. the body is going to heal itself. And you're going to see that numerical data change yep. on the lab values. And so it's very important for us to be able to collect this data and, you know, not only for us as scientists so that we can validate what it is that we're doing, but also so that the patient can see with, you know, empirical numerical data how how their systems have changed, not just going off of their symptoms. See, and that's great to hear because a lot of people, well, if that's all you do, like, you know, oh, I did my 23andMe. Well, you know, if you're having a hard time, that's probably may not be the right choice of type of genetic testing for you. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Well, is that more of the fun genetic test or the scary genetic test for the doom and gloom genes? The 23andMe just has... And it's a great company. Don't get me wrong. We talk about it all it, the time. It is a great company, but it's looking... It's it's so many pages long. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like hundreds of pages. It's looking at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of genes. Um, and then what what we will see happen is that a patient will go out on their own before they come see us. And they may have gone to get the 23andMe. Uh -huh. And then they go on to Google. <laughs> and Google everything. And they Google yeah. everything. And they end up focusing in on the wrong genes. Well, the genes like we don't know much like, about. Or the ones that really they can't do much about that really are maybe not as important as these main engine drivers that we're looking at. I like that main engine driver. Their main genes. engine drivers, the genes that we're looking at in the nutrigenomics testing, we're looking at main engine drivers of the body. If mm -hmm. we can get these main engines up and running, um, we don't have to be so concerned with the doom and gloom genes Absolutely. like the, you know, like the cancer gene and this and that because if uh, you know if our methylation genes are running and our bodies can detox like it's supposed to at the cellular level at the hepatic level or liver yep. level then our chances of those genes malexpressing the cancer genes malexpressing mm -hmm. um is, is it's going to be minimal i'm so glad you said that because you know dr stewart you know he's he says that all the time but it's nice to hear that you know these genes that he's chosen for this nutrigenomic panel and a new one's coming out it has double the genes or 29 more genes 55 genes those are the ones that are absolutely necessary for optimal health you know so it's good that people look at these and i like to explain because we get that question all the time what's the difference between me just going and ordering a 23andme test because that's a consumer test this is a doc a doc a test you have to go through a doctor 
This is very, very specific. Yeah. Uh, we're able to really um, zone in on um, major drivers in the body mm-hmm. that uh, are driving major functions like your methylation genes. I tell my patients, you know, this test was there was a lot of thought put into this test when you look uh, at 18 months yeah when you <laughs> in a course of 20 years in a of course practice. of 20 years exactly yes. there was way more than 18 months put into this i know you know dr stewart put years it was years a big into spreadsheet this. that he had that we had to dial down to get to this exactly and so for example the very first category of genes that we see are the methylation genes mm-hmm. and i tell the patients i said you know take a look at this we've We've divided these into five different categories, with methylation being the very first one. Yep. Um, and I want it's you. It's the driver. I, it's the, the it's the biggest engine driver in your body. It's, it's driving over two hundred and fifty different chemical yep. reactions. And if these guys are not working, these other categories that we're getting ready to look at in these other genes in these other categories, these guys are not going to work right either. Yep. So the very first one that we have to get going are those methylation genes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, a lot of people want to skip to other parts, and he's like, no, there's an order. Exactly. There's a method to the madness. You know, exactly. we go to the methylation, then we go to neurotransmitter, mitochondria, detox, inflammatory. And sometimes the inflammatory, how do you get it under control if you can't, if you don't address methylation first? Exactly. Well, tell me some, um, tell me a little bit more about, like, a patient coming in. You know, you said you run a battery of tests. Like, how does that how does that pan out? Over you get the results back for the genomics test in fourteen days. You've got their blood work or their lab panels back or everything that you look at. Well, um, for me, it's always a lot of fun. I can look at their blood, and even before I get the genomics testing back, I can see patterns, mm-hmm. oftentimes in the blood, that I can pretty much guess. Okay. What uh, what what patterns? <laughs> it is fun because or I you can look at the genetic test and you know how the patient's going to be personality wise. Uh, exactly. Very interesting. You know what's even more fun is when their spouse is sitting there and ah. I start telling them. I'll <laughs> I, look at the spouse instead of the patient and say, "Okay, tell me if this is not your spouse's personality." Yeah. And then it always you know that's always the they fun go, oh part of gosh. going over. Oh my god! Or, you're like you're you know they have, dead on. They haven't even told you that they have had major bowel issues or inflama- inflammatory bowel issues, and you look at that the test and you're like, well, I bet you have this and suffered from this. And they're like, oh, how did you know? Like you're a fortune teller. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's so much fun to do that. Um, but primarily what I'm able to tell or just patterns that I see, I always see patterns in everything are the, uh, um, I'll see patterns in the blood that will really clue me in to mm-hmm. issues with, with, uh, with their methylation genes or issues like with some of their detox genes. If I see a combination, for example, of, you know, homocysteine, and uh, I oftentimes will see the, see the C-reactive protein as well. So what also, is that? The C-reactive protein is another inflammatory marker, okay. very similar to homocysteine. So I'll look at those two. Um, in addition to, oftentimes I'll see that we've got some uh, of the liver enzymes that are high. Mm-hmm. Their MCV value will be a little bit high. I'll see these this this combination of people that uh, or this combination. Of, uh, of of values that are off in 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 their blood whenever they have methylation mm-hmm. mutations, and I can pretty much guess that they're going to have some significant methylation mutations. Yeah, just based off of that. Now, now that you've done the the genetic testing for a while now, when you see some methylation deficiencies, what do you notice in the other categories? Do you typically notice like a correlation to inflammatory or detox? Oh, absolutely. Whenever they have, um, whenever we see patients with with methylation um, issues, 
not only are we able to see patterns in their blood, like, you know, like they're not, uh, like their liver enzymes are higher, they've got fatty liver, mm -hmm. um, but uh, we're also seeing the inflammatory markers are high. And based off of the algorithm that, that we can use to see the severity of the mutation, um, I'm able to even pretty much guess before I even talk to the so, patient yeah. <laughs> how severe that their issues are going to be. Wow. You know, when you see people with 110% um, methylation deficiency, those are the ones that are having severe panic attacks. Yep. Those are the ones we also have to methylate the slowest. Yeah. We've well, got to get We're going to get to the, the treatment protocol. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Coffee with Dr. Stewart. Did you know more than 75% of Americans have genetic mutations that affect the key areas of nutritional delivery? And millions of people waste their valuable income on nutritional supplements without knowing if it benefits their health. At Genomics Nutrition, we help guide people to the right nutrition through genetic testing. Your DNA is key to knowing what nutrition you need, but also what you don't need. Don't waste time and money on nutritional supplements. Get your DNA testing today through a genomics nutrition provider. A simple cheek swab is all that is needed and receive your results in just 14 days. Visit genomicsnutrition.com to find a provider near you. Genomics Nutrition, advancing nutrition through science. All right, and we are back on Coffee with Dr. Stewart. I'm here with Dr. Elena Villanueva, fun name to say. We call her Dr. V. She's our special guest today. And uh, we were just talking about, you know, the big focus of this is is fatigue, depression, anxiety, how she works in her practice and, and re helps people recover from a lot of these issues through nutrigenomic testing and lab work and nutrition. But um, Dr. V, why don't we go into, tell us a little bit about maybe a patient that you've treated, you know, recently through those courses and, and how that went. And, you know, you mentioned, we were talking during break and you, you mentioned how a lot of these issues all go hand in hand. What is that? What do you mean by that? Oh my gosh. Um, whenever I see these cases come in, I would say eight out of 10 of the cases who come in to see me, whenever they have an issue, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of issues. It's mm -hmm. not just one thing. They don't just come in with anxiety. They come in with anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. chronic fatigue. They, their entire body aches um, and yeah. they have gut issues. They have gut motility issues. They're having constipation and they're having um, a lot of inflammation in their, in their gut. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes they're having sleep issues too. And yeah. it's this combination is so, <laughs> <Been there. laughs> it's so, it's so common. And um, whenever I see this combination, the, you know, I, I want to run the blood. Yeah. Um, and um, and then I, I want to run the genetics, the genetic test as well. And uh, typically we see exactly the same patterns that come back. So the patterns that I'll see in the genomics is methylation, first yeah. and foremost. They are not methylating. And typically it's, it's pretty significant, uh, you know, methylation issues that they're having. I'll also see the neurotransmitter SNPs or the neurotransmitter um, uh, variations in their genes too, mm -hmm. and uh, and the inflammatory ones as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes they've got a little bit of the detox ones in there. Sometimes they've got some of the mitochondrial ones in there for the fatigue. For the fatigue and stuff, yeah. but but even even with the mitochondrial genes, it, you can have a perfect mitochondrial uh, um, genetic 
profile. Uh-huh. But if if you got a severe uh, if you have a severe deficiency in your methylation, it'll mimic. It. It's going yeah. to it's going to completely affect ATP production because you have to have methyl groups in the Krebs cycle. It's a part of the yep. Krebs cycle, so you have to get that up and running. She's run getting it. to the biochemistry here, yeah. like Doctor Stewart likes. <laughs> That's Geek's so. Rule. How do you explain it to your patient? Well, what I explain to the patient is. Uh, you know, here we've got answers as to why you feel the way that you feel. Okay. It's and they not, go, oh my gosh, it's finally. It's not all in your head. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it's an emotional Thank moment. Thank you for believing it's an, me. It's an emotional moment for, for them and for me as well because, uh, you know, I know what they've been through. I know yeah. what that feels like. And uh, I always start them out explaining to them first, we need to get you methylating. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, you know, as soon as we can get that engine up and running full force, so many other of these issues are going to clear up in your body. Yep. But what I'm finding is that the more severe the methylation and the more severe the symptomatology that they have, the slower that I have to get them up. You have to go to, real slow. Up to their optimal dose of methylation. Um, but in addition to that, um, these people, they've got uh, deficiencies uh um, or or imbalances rather in their dopamine in their mm-hmm. serotonin in their GABA, their acetylcholine, um, you the know, neurotransmitters. in all of their neurotransmitters. And so what I'm what I'm doing in my practice, what I'm finding is that um, giving them neurotransmitter support mm-hmm. um, while we are getting them methylating mm-hmm. makes a huge huge difference for them. They may not need, and I explained to them, you may not need this additional neurotransmitter support to help you modulate your GABA or your dopamine or Mm -hmm. your serotonin later. But for the next several months, you know, we may need that. And, And I put them on the neurotransmitter support and that helps keep them... That makes them feel much, going much down better. the rabbit hole. It right? keeps them from going down the rabbit hole exactly. And then which, the methylation is kind of slow and easy. And this way, the methylation is this way. The methylation engines are slowly ramping up into first gear, second yep. gear, third gear. This is how I explain it to the patients, um, so that they're not having more mood swings and more. Um, potentiality for falling down that rabbit hole well you know the one thing dr stewart preaches all the time is go slow the slower the better like a a lot of practitioners out there want to just flood it with all the methyl b12 and the methylfolate but that overwhelms the body just like he says you don't if you never drank coffee don't go down to starbucks and drink a triple espresso it makes no sense so kind of the same what you're saying is you got to go slow like yeah that's the same thing that i tell the patients you can't go from first gear to fifth gear yeah You've got to go through the gears, and yep. we've got to do it slowly. We've That's got to get the engines going slowly so that the body has a chance to catch up because the body the body can only, uh, you know, the cells can only replicate so fast. The body can only undergo different chemical processes so fast. Some things happen faster than others. Mm-hmm. For example, you can get vitamin D levels up in a patient much faster than you can get iron levels up. Yeah. Iron levels are not even going to start to come up for 90 days. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes time, and and so and we have to respect People that. are so, they want it now. They Everybody want it now. Everybody wants everything right now, and that's yeah. another thing that I tell the patients. It, it took you a while to get this way. It's going to it didn't take, happen overnight. It's going to take yep. a while to get you where you need to be. However, I've been so impressed with the uh, with the products uh-huh. from uh, Neurobiologics. From Neurobiologics, that Dr. absolutely, um, because uh, I'm seeing clinically, um, I am seeing that the patients are responding very, very quickly. 
Well, it took them a long time to come up with those formulas, but they're all based around this, the Absolutely. biochemistry. Absolutely. Well, that's what one, the body runs on. One ingredient on. requires the other for delivery. Exactly. You know? It's all about biochemistry. That, yeah, absolutely. Well, tell me, so you got the patient, you get them on a slow protocol. I start them on the neurotransmitter support first. Just so for mood lift and That would be like full focus. focus or that might be the mood plus. Yeah. Um, you know, I to, love the mood plus. I, I love, call it floating on the lily pad. I know. I love it too. <laughs> I love it too. A little bit it's of that serotonin. It makes my day go better when I'm not feeling good. <laughs> that's, that's great. I love that stuff too. Um, so I, I start them on that and then I start working on the inflammatory factors, which are yeah. gut related. So once I go to, to the part of the report that shows the, the mutations in their inflammatory genes, I explain to them, this is gut related. Mm-hmm. And this is critical that we work on this because a lot of the chemical reactions that happen in your body, a lot of the biochemistry that happens happens in the gut. It actually takes place in the location of the gut. Yep. And and so we've got to get the inflammation down. Imagine you have road rash on the inside of your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chemistry factory, it is shut down for business. And and I explained and it. And that affects your neurotransmitters. I mean, we did a show on the gut-brain connection. The, that's exactly what crazy, I was getting ready to com- say. The combo, like how they affect each other. That's exactly what I was getting ready to to add to that is that, you know, I explained to the patient, uh, a lot of your a lot of your neurotransmitters are not made in your brain. Mm-hmm. They are made in your gut. Um, T, People don't know that. T4 to T3 conversion of thyroid, about 70, 60, 70% of it is done in the gut. It doesn't happen wow. in the thyroid. There are, there are a lot of different chemical reactions that happen in that location. Mm-hmm. And so in addition to the neurotransmitter support, the very next thing that I tell them is we're going to work on gut. We need to get the inflammation down and we need to get the ecosystem or biome of the gut yep. intact again. Yep. And, and, and this is... You know, here are the mutations that are causing these certain issues with your gut, and these are the ones that we're going to target and fix. That's awesome. Well, gosh, we are running out of time. It goes too fast. It all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me give me. We got one minute. Give me some words of inspiration for people out there that are suffering. There are answers out there. Mm -hmm. If you are lucky enough to hear this podcast, if you're lucky enough to know about this work or you've heard about it. Um, and you haven't done it yet, go in a different direction. Because if the direction that you've been going hasn't been working, yeah. you can't keep going in the same direction. Look in a different direction. This is this is the future of medicine. I agree. And have hope because we are seeing we are seeing people's lives changing every single day. I couldn't be more passionate. I'm I'm more passionate about what I'm doing right now with this work than I've been in my thirteen years of practice doing anything That's else. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it does feel good to help people, it right? It feels wonderful. That's And help yourself at the same time. That's our purpose is to help people. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I you so much it. for inviting me. It. And if you want to find out more about Dr. V, it, she's at Infinity Wellness Center here in Austin. And their website is austinholisticdoctordr.com. So Austin Holistic Doctor. And I thank everyone for joining us on this episode of Coffee with Dr. Stewart. You can listen to other episodes at coffeewithdrstewart.com. And I hope everybody has a blessed and beautiful day.